Happy Thursday, everybody. Thank you so much, as always, for downloading or streaming the Be Our Guest podcast. Always excited when you spend some time hanging out and uh, enjoying some Disney talk with us today. You're in for a special treat. Ricky joins me instead of Scott. Scott was a little busy with a little basketball game uh, during the show. But it's like the old days where Ricky takes your calls right alongside me and we talk about the news of the week, which turned to the changes coming to Disney's Polynesian Village Resort with the new DVC Tower that was announced in the ending of the Spirit of Aloha Luau dinner show that was there for many, many decades. And we also talk about Magical Express. Should the service come back? What did it mean to you? And what price would you pay if Disney brought the service back, but you had to pay for it? This and much more coming your way with your calls on today's show. Don't forget today's podcast brought to you by the Magic for Less Travel. We would love to help you plan your next Walt Disney World, Disneyland, Disney Cruise Line, or Adventures by Disney Vacation. The services over at the Magic for Less are absolutely free to you, and you're going to get first-class service from the time you fill out that free, no-obligation quote form until the time you land back at your home after that magical vacation. So check them out today over at themagicforless.com. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link when you shop online. That one extra click really does help us out. Just click through BeOurGuestPodcast.com slash Amazon. And finally, thank you sincerely to our patrons who allow us to put this show out three to four times a week all around the world. We could not do this without you. And our patrons get a bonus show called Mike in the Midwest every week. If you'd like to join us, please come on over. Patreon.com slash BeOurGuestPodcast. Ready to take a trip to the world? You found the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. This is where your memories come front and center on our podcast stage. Well, hey, 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 everybody. Happy Sunday night and welcome to the BOGP Open Line. We are recording live here from the Be Our Guest Podcast studios in lovely St. Peter's, Missouri. That's right. It's March Madness. We have taken out. The entire state of Kentucky. We took out the the Wildcats, and we've taken out Murray State. No, that's not our that's not our university. I just happen to live in a town called St. Peter's, but St. Peter's University is the talk of March Madness. That would be the equivalent for Disney fans that don't know anything about basketball. That'd be the equivalent of let me think, Journey into Imagination being the number one attraction across all four parks. Which, oh, there we go. But wait a second, though. There's a tie into that, and you just heard her because of maybe the one or two people on the planet that that could be true in her bracket. It could be our co host tonight. It is not you, me, and Scotty G because his Spartans are currently playing in the NCAA tournament right now. It's a two point game. We have Ricky. You know her from the mouseforless.com, host of the BR Guest Podcast. Ricky, happy Sunday night. What's going on? Long time. We haven't done this in a while. I know it hasn't been me and you in a while for this. So it's fun to be back on a Sunday night. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm pinch hitting uh, today. So uh, it feels good to be a pinch hitter. And uh, no, it's just, it's been a great day. I've been hanging out with Brian. Uh, for those who maybe saw my post online, today is our official meeting anniversary. So we met 19 years ago today, which uh, this means that I have now known Brian as long as I haven't known Brian. So that's a really scary thought. <laughs> It is. <laughs> He's been in my life now as long as he hasn't. So, yeah, uh, it's kind of, yeah, thank you. Applaud for that. Yeah, that's good. That's good. <laughs> so, yeah. You know, today's but, uh, actually, um, I saw on Twitter, today's National Proposal Day. 
And oh, so well. when I saw that picture, I was expecting to see a shot of you guys at uh, Chef Mickey's too. Chef Mickey's. Yeah, yeah. no, no, no. Uh, just a, just a dating anniversary. Well, the dating, the, our first date is actually on the 22nd. So, um, but this is actually the day that we met. So yeah, it's kind of cool. And we went out and got ice cream at Minchie's. So that was nice. Well, see, I felt <laughs> bad because like I asked you just blindly, you know, if you could sit in because Scott was not going to be here because, you know, I would not ask anybody who's a diehard sports fan to do a show during their team's you know, right. game in the playoffs and stuff. You know, just you guys know me in sports. So I asked you, but then like I saw the post this morning as I was scrolling through and I was like, oh my God, did I ask Ricky on her anniversary? And she said, yes. I'm like, I now I got to take it back. But she said, it's okay. And I do need a co-host. So maybe I'm not going to take it. So I was like all day kind of, I was, I was confused, but then I thought it was kind of like you met first kind of thing. Deal. We did. Yeah. Our official first date was on the 22nd. So we're going to go, as far as I know, we're going to go uh, to the place where we had our first date which is Longhorn Steakhouse. So I think we're going to go there. Now I can't go to the second place that we went on our first date anymore. It no longer exists. It is not. It is actually Blockbuster. (laughs) (laughs) You're old. You're old. We went to Longhorn for our first date and then went to rent a movie at Blockbuster. And that was our first date. (laughs) And I remember the movie. The movie was Mr. Deeds, by the way. (laughs) Mr. Deeds. I don't even know that movie. I remember going it, to the movies one time and seeing Mr. Holland's Opus with a girl, but oh yeah, yeah, yeah. no, it was a movie with Adam Sandler, so yeah. Oh my <laughs> gosh! Not a great movie by Adam Sandler, but it was a movie by Adam Sandler, so it was like the least offensive movie at the time to watch in a weird way. Like I was, nothing else sounded good, so I was like, mm, Mr. Deeds. Let's I mean, it worked. That. You're still together 19 years later. It did. It worked. Yeah. So So we are glad to have everybody tuned in live here on Facebook and YouTube. Glad to spend the next hour with you taking your calls. We're going to have plenty to talk about. And if you're checking out the show here on Thursday, hope your week is going well. Spring break here in the Rallman household, by the way. The the girls, well, Paige is kind of on spring break because the Mizzou women won and out of the WNIT. So they're kind of on a forced spring break because they lost. And uh, Mallory, uh, she's on spring break at her school. And Pam is on spring break at her district. We should be. The thing is, if it wasn't for cheerleading, I'd be sitting in Pensacola Beach. But cheerleading because of the summit, and they're going down to Florida next month, mandatory practices. So now I'm gotcha. just working. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. <sighs> it's oh, not, all, not all uh, daisies and roses, you know. Got I got daisies. She's I in know. the other room. And I don't have Riley. And see, and I see Riley we're relocated back to Mizzou because, you know, Paige has more time now. So I'm kind of sad. I wanted Mizzou to go all the way to the national championship so she couldn't go home. But, you know, got I, it. I was sad got to it. see that loss. Anyway, we're going to be talking Disney. So let's hit some of the news that has been worthy of reporting here in the last week or so. And I'm glad to have you because you kind of always have your uh, – your finger on the pulse of the Disney news. And I think the biggest news story of this past week was, was kind of funny because as soon as we recorded the show for last Friday about that, what the categories do better than each other, you know, sometimes the values can, you know, they have better food courts than deluxes. Sometimes they have better uh, bus transportation, things like that. You know, we're talking about that kind of stuff. Boom. We get information about the transformation of one of the most beloved uh, well, probably the most beloved deluxe property at Walt Disney World, which is the Polynesian. And boom, for one thing, okay, the the, 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 the news that's kind of big news, but it kind of got lost in the shuffle, is that the Spirit of Aloha uh, dinner show never coming back. And I love Yeah, that. I know. Mike, I, how are you doing? Do you, need, do you need assistance over there? I'm just, I'm worried about you. I saw that news and I was like, I need to check on Mike. So... You know, I, I saw it three times, at least three times, maybe four times. And we used to do it every time we were on the Disney dining plan 
because it was a signature, you know, the, the dinner shows like Hoop-dee-doo and uh, Spirit of Aloha were two credits. So what we would do is just, you know, counter service a couple times that day and, you know, use our two credits for that because it was dinner and a show. And we loved it. I mean, we celebrated a couple anniversaries there over the summer um, and just, you know, really liked the food, really liked the show. I know some people weren't in on it, you know, didn't it didn't get the love that Hoop-dee-doo gets. Right. But I liked it a lot. I mean, it just, it, I think it's one of those things, though, that, if they would have announced this five years ago, I would have been like more stomping and upset. But I mean, with how many changes we've had over the past three or four years, sure. I just I saw it and I kind of moved on like, oh, well, it's gone. You know, I, I hate I to say I, it that way, but I mean, there's just a lot of changes that have happened lately. Yeah, I never actually saw it. It was like one of those things that I was on the list of like, maybe someday I'll get to it. And I guess I did not. So look, there's one thing I didn't do that Disney offered. <laughs> Whoops. Well, oh, well. So, and so the bigger news is they're going to put a DVC tower into the middle, basically the heart of the Polynesian Village Resort. And, you know, I think both of us spend way too much time on Twitter, um, Instagram as well, but mostly Twitter for the conversations and the hot takes. Yes. Is that, and this is just kind of what I'm reading. And again, you really can't judge things until you see the final product. And right now we're looking right. at concept art and we were looking at concept art for reflections. It was going to be over there, you know, kind of over by um, wilderness yeah. lodge in Fort wilderness. It didn't look, you know, it doesn't have the spirit. It doesn't have the spirit the, is good. Given that it's going to replace the spirit of Aloha. Gonna on, yeah, it's going to be yeah. on the grave of spirit of Aloha, but it's one of those things. It doesn't have feel like the heart, you know, but the, yeah. I think people go to the Polynesian because I mean, to be honest, like when I'm at the Polynesian and I don't stay there often, but I go there often because I eat at Kona and I'll go, you know, I just like to hang out there. I like to pass through on the monorail. And right. I mean, I'll be honest, like I'm such a geek with Disney that I, I feel like even the wood the buildings are made out of is thematic. Like it just seems with the browns and the oranges and the rust colors, like everything there feels right. And a lot, you know, I saw the memes and stuff of people posting like, you know, a courtyard by Marriott, you know, with a little, you know, a couple of tiki torches on the outside yeah. of it, sitting in the middle of the, the thing, which I know it's not going to be that. And I know that DVC is something that Disney's going to continue to build because it's a revenue producer year after year. You know, it's just, it's right. something that's almost automatic revenue for Disney. I get that. And they're a company that want to make profit. I don't know. What, what did you think when you saw this? I mean, it, I think it's inevitable, but, and I, we've heard rumors of this happening at least five years, at least. Oh yeah. You know, I'm honestly, I am a little surprised that they went with the tower uh, just because, you know, it is the Polynesian and, you know, I thought that they would probably choose, you know, something else. But, um, I'm, hey, you know, OK, we're going with the tower now. It'll be interesting to see sight lines, how that goes for inside the park, because, you know, that's kind of one of the things that uh, they try to avoid. And that's partially, I think, why it, they didn't have a tower there, because they, you know, the sight lines into Magic Kingdom, it definitely, you, you'll see it. Um, so that will be very interesting. I, I kind of agree, you know, here's my theory. Or here's my thoughts. So they just redid like a bunch of things at the Polynesian as far as, you know, they they did redid the Porco Cher, they redid the monorail, you know, and they did such a the fantastic- rooms, all the rooms. Well, the rooms, yeah, exactly. And they did such a fantastic job on on those kind of upgrades. You know, they really kept it with the theme of the hotel. And you're right. This sort of fits. It feels a bit like like a sore thumb. Like it's it's kind of like well, maybe it, it maybe just a it, little it does, maybe maybe. Well, yeah. And again, this is concept art, so it's hard to tell if they make it more fit 
what they just did with the updates to the Porticochere and the monorail station and everything else, and if they make it feel like that, then yeah, I think it's going to be fine. But if it looks sort of generic, and you know, Brian and I were having this conversation, and I know that some people, even you, Mike, may disagree, um, but we were having this conversation about about the uh, the the recent builds that Disney has done, you know, with with something like Grandestino and something like you That's know even the, Rivi- the Riviera yeah. and the Riviera. And Brian has kind of the same thoughts that I do. And while they're beautiful hotels, they're be- gorgeous. They really don't have that um, that Disney quality that you know a lot of the other Disney hotels do. They're very beautiful. Trust me, I get that. They're gorgeous hotels. But we were talking and they really do feel like Hyatt's to Brian. And that's kind of why he doesn't necessarily think about staying there because he works in Hyatt and it's just a fancy hotel, you know, to him. And so that that was a conversation that we were having over over the weekend was the fact that, you know, it, it's it's they're not really standing out and they're not using those Disney touches the way they used to. They're, they're using them in the sense of like they'll put up a picture of Mickey Mouse or Walt or, you know, something like that. But the, the 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 thematic portions of it, you know, he actually said he would prefer to stay at the original Coronado versus Grandestino just for that reason, because at least it feels like it thematically like it fits a little bit better versus, you know, the, the tower, which, again, is gorgeous, has all the appointments and amenities that you could imagine, you know, in a new hotel build. To us, in a weird way, it does just feel like a new hotel build, you know? So, so. Let, me, let me ask you this. This was going to be my follow-up question. So, I mean, that's what Brian says. I feel that Coronado, and this, and I did not feel this as that thing was being built. Because I stayed yeah. there often when that thing was being built. And I would run every morning. And, I mean, I watched it get built for over two years. And I probably stayed right. three or four or five times while that thing was being built. And it was a mess. And they had that lake kind of partially drained. And you saw them, you know, building it and everything. And I thought, this thing is not going to be the same resort when this tower is done. But now, sure. now, now, I will say, overall, the resort is way better with the Grandestino Tower. The resort is way better. Now, again, it's not DVC, so it's not right. kind of like, like I have equal access as somebody who's non-DVC to the entire place. Like, I got the run of the mill. You know what I'm right. saying? Like, DVC, and then there's going to be, I mean, that's how the Polynesian has the DVC villas right now and the DVC village resort they're kind of separate people a lot of people don't know that this is going to kind of be that same case but i i don't know i mean i think that you know i trust disney they really don't have a lot i mean the riviera is not an ugly tower i mean i thought it was going to be uglier it looks kind of i mean it's not beautiful but it's not it's not ugly again he feels like it's just kind of not sterile but just it's it, it just there's something missing for him and i get it you know I, I again it's very beautiful the riviera as well very beautiful um but there's just there's something just slightly missing it's it's like they're going too upscale and it's and it's missing some sort of mark and neither brian and i can put our finger on what the mark is that both of those have been missing for us we again we think they're both very beautiful um but they're just missing a little bit of that Disney quality that that essence I feel like for both of us so I don't know um yeah I don't know I it'll be interesting to see it's honestly the Polynesian has got to hit you know it's got it's got to have the feel of the Polynesian the inside of the 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 regular building because uh, you know it it is such a beloved hotel and you know and if you miss with that one you're gonna miss hard (laughs) 
gosh. So, I mean, let's let's take a look at, at something like, you know, the the build that they just did with um, Wilderness Lodge, and you know, all the 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 um, the the DVC the the cabins by the water. Those are all those all kind of fit really well. You've got, I mean, even back in the day, you've got you know Boulder Creek that that top you know building like they still fit what the main building feels like. I feel like if they can fit what that main building feels like, then they're fine. But I, I lately they haven't really been doing that. So I guess that's what, I guess a little bit of my hesitation as well. All right. We have our first call of the night at 407-413-9395. Thanks for your patience. And who's joining us? Hi, Mike and Ricky. This is Sarah from Indianapolis. How are you? Hey, good. How are you? Doing well, thanks. <laughs> Glad to um, have you. I... Oh, sorry. I was calling um, because I missed last week's show, wasn't able to call in, but I wanted to talk about some of the new changes that are happening over at the Boardwalk Resort um, with the addition of the cake bake shop that is coming to uh, the Boardwalk area. Tell me. Okay, so you probably go there, right? Because this is an Indianapolis-based restaurant, correct? It is, yeah. So they have two restaurants in the Indianapolis area, and I think it's going to be really fantastic, and I don't think people really understand what is about to come in for them. Um, I'm actually shocked that it's at the boardwalk. I would have thought that it would have been at the Grand Floridian because it is very much, like, glittery and pink and beautiful, (laughs) and I can really see it. I can really see it almost becoming, like, a competition to or, like, an adjunct to Gideon's with the type of um, cake and things that they're going to be serving. So I think it's going to be an interesting area that they're putting in. It very much fits in Disney. I didn't think necessarily the boardwalk, like I said, but I think it's going to be a great addition. So, because I, I, we come to Indianapolis quite often because we used to have friends there. We used to visit a lot up in, up near Fishers, kind of north of town, and uh, we did the we did the live shows there for Give Kids the World. And my daughter cheers every year at the Jam Fest down at the convention center. And I've never heard of this place, but I now want to seek it out because I want to check it out. Hopefully, before like it goes into the boardwalk because it sounds wonderful. So it's. I'm assuming the place in Indianapolis is the same. So it's it's a table service, like full restaurant where you get just normal food and it's also a bakery or how could you describe like what well, we're getting? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's, it is a table service restaurant. It's actually really hard to get a reservation in it um, unless you book out a couple months. People usually use it for like special occasions for their daughters, yeah. for young daughters' birthdays or like, you know, things like that. Um, a lot of, you see a lot of little girls in princess dresses when you go there. Oh, man. Um, so that's perfect, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So that's perfect. <laughs> yeah. But one side of the store is just like a walk-up cake, walk-up mm. bakery with you get pieces of cake or cookies. They don't really have cupcakes, um, but those are like the main two things, pieces of pie. And then the rest of it is a sit-down restaurant. Nice. Interesting. So are what you, kind of, oh, go I was going to say, ahead. like, what kind of food do they serve as far as the sit-down restaurant? Concerned. Yeah, it's mostly like mostly like sandwiches, salads, soups. They have a few entrees. Um, it's really good. I'm I'm wondering if they're gonna be, you know, like scaling it up as big as that area is over there, or if it's just gonna take up a smaller portion of the area. I'm not really quite sure what they're gonna end up doing with it. Um it's I mean it's pricey. It's for the pieces of cake, it's like fifteen or sixteen dollars for a piece of cake. Um, the sal- soups and salads are like in the fifteen to twenty dollar range. The entrees can go up to twenty five to thirty dollars and they have okay. Uh, like really nice drinks and stuff too. It's like it's a special occasion kind of place, mm-hmm. like a fairy tale princess, a fairy tale princess uh, tea party kind of thing. Is how uh, I would describe sure. it. Sounds perfect. For, it sounds perfect yeah, for Walt Disney perfect. World. I mean, think about the market they're going to bring in right there. I mean, that's exactly. I mean, <laughs> that's like a match made in heaven. You know, you you have the built-in right. market, and people don't bat an eye about paying fifteen bucks for a slice of cake down there. <laughs> 
No, absolutely. And so I feel like this might be an area that if they are taking reservations, I'm not sure how they're going to end up doing that, but I could see it very much being one of the hot reservations to get um, just based on how it is here. But they're taking away my ESPN club. Yes, this is true. (laughs) Poor Mike. Poor, poor Mike. Doubt there's going to be much sports played in there, you know, but hey, I I remember back in the day taking my daughter, my youngest, to uh, the American Girl doll store, and we sat in the little cafe and the little doll had a high chair at our table as we ate ice cream it was it was a, it was an experience and i can imagine i can do this too <laughs> it's, that's what it is it's, this is very much an experience place i think yeah. well thanks for that. that update we sure appreciate it thank you so much for calling in and uh yeah, we appreciate so much it. have a good night all righty take care good night right, goodbye. Yeah, that Bye. sounds right up my alley i'm yeah, just saying i I'm mean saying. maybe not mike's alley but it sounds right up my alley but so. you know what we we kind of talked about this last week you know what though because scott you know scott and i do the show one of the f- most fun things we've ever done at walt disney world and i mean we're two dudes that this geek out over sports was the we did that tea at the grand floor yeah. that was that was a hoot and a half man yep and that was yep. like two ducks out of water doing that that's thing. definitely true yes it was it could because the thing was like they were like the the people that were putting it on like they understood that we didn't have any idea what we were doing you know like what kind of tea do you take i was like the only tea i've ever had is my grandma's and mcdonald's sweet tea and she's like oh sir we're gonna have to work <laughs> oh, with you we're gonna have to but, but she took care of me like by the time i was like pinky up and boom i was, I was in business there you go that's all good right. so here we go all right we have our next caller on the line looks like it's alfred and alfred just by the way before we get to alfred Ricky, just for the record, he's always asking for you on the live I, shows, Ricky. Just you, so you know, know, there's that. <laughs> <laughs> Alfred, happy Sunday Hi, night. Alfred. What's going on? Hi, happy spring. Oh, happy yeah, it spring. is. Yeah, yeah. 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 We, we survived the winter, baby. Uh, 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 yeah. It's over. <laughs> and yes, I'm always asking for you, Ricky, to come on. <laughs> See, I listen. I try, and when I can do things, I try to get them done. I just respect everybody's time. Now we have to do, get Pam on. Oh, that, oh that's, that's, a a big, that's a big ass. Yeah, that's seriously, a big ass. We're We've lucky to get her when we get years. her. Yeah, we'll, yeah, that, that's moving mountains, but we'll, we all can always hope. That's right. <laughs> so how are you guys doing? I am great. Fantastic. Yeah. Yes. That's good. Yes. What's up, um, well, I wanted to talk a little bit about the Polynesian. All right, let's go. If the spirit, I'm, if the spirit I'm actually moves you. extremely upset that they're doing this. Oh, all right. Okay? Here's why. I don't care that they put up another DVC tower or hotel, but the minute they do that, they start selling it. Mm-hmm. And yes. I get it. Well, yeah. But that means there's more people that are going to buy it and less rooms available for the for the DVC members. Because do you know how hard it is for me to get a room there anywhere on property? I have heard that's a challenge. I've heard it's very DVC. challenging. But I, I think yeah. that they are also, I mean, it does add um, more rooms to the to you know so there are more rooms available for guests to have the opportunity even though yes they're going to sell you know the 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 polynesian and they're going to sell those rooms uh for dvc it Mm -hmm. still allows for it opens up i could see it if they were taking like an existing you know section and redoing it but this actually opens up even more dvc for guests so i i don't necessarily think that's 
a bad thing in a way because look let's be honest they're still gonna they're gonna sell that bbc either way whether it's at the polynesian or at another resort so uh i think i think i think in that regard it's actually a good thing because now they're opening up and if it's going to be a tower, there's definitely going to be a lot of rooms. Yep. So I think it's actually opening it up a little bit more for someone like you. So in, in that regard, uh, maybe, maybe. Well, that just, would maybe be nice, but I, I think don't it's know. All, it's probably, again, I'm not an expert at DVC at all. Cause like no, with the travel agency, either. we don't, don't sell DVC and I don't yeah, own it. Yeah, yeah. But the thing is <laughs> what I would guess just as a lay person is it's all about the ratio, right? Like yes. when they add this many rooms mm-hmm. to the equation or to the inventory, like what do they because I mean, I'm sure they sell those rooms like five to one or some, you know, some yeah, crazy yeah, ratio. Yeah, yeah. Like they mm-hmm. oversell them. Because I have heard that at least for the last five years, that as a DVC member, it's, it's it is ridiculous. next to impossible to get things, you know, that you're yeah. looking for, yeah. you know, when you want them. And I think that's a crime because mm-hmm. when you're people are buying, because you're buying in at the highest level with DVC, that you should be able to get the rooms you're looking right. for. I, it, that's just what I've thought just as a fan, you know, and I don't True. know much about it. Yeah. True. Yeah. See, I feel that if I want to go, I should be able to get a DVC room at any time mm-hmm. without fighting for it 11 months out. Well, I think, I think like you if know? you go for it at 11 months, you should have a really good chance at getting where you're looking for. Right now, oh, say you're looking I for tried. it at, th- at three months I though, tried. at three months though, I'm saying then it's kind of, if it's hard on you, it's because you weren't doing your thing eight months ago. Like right. that, but that I is think, on you. But yeah, I think the months. problem is, is obviously with DVC, your 11 month window is only at the resort that you own at. Right. Your home. So yep, if you yep. want to, uh-huh. if you want to stay at a different resort, that's seven, seven months. Right. So I get the yeah. frustration on that regard is like, oh, I want to try a different resort. Well, I can't, it's been booked out since 11 months. So like that, I mm-hmm. get that frustration. Um, yeah. and I, there, unfortunately there really is no way to fix that. I don't, you know, I mean, there's, right. that's the well, hard part. Here's the thing. I have two contracts. Yeah. And I still can't get anything. At 11 months at your home resort? At 11 months. Correct. Yeah. That, that should be tough. something that's yeah. solved. It's very difficult and yeah. it's not fair in a way. Right. You know, I spent a lot of money on what I got. No, you know? I, right. I hear of you course. there. Okay, so I yeah, hear you there, yeah. and that's, that's something we've been talking about. For, but let me ask you this, though. Just Let's kind of focus yeah. to to what was announced this past week about the build, about yeah. the tower, about Spirit of Aloha yeah. going oh, okay. away, about just about what, what we found out besides that, because we're not right. solving that. So what do you right. think? Right, yeah, there's yeah. definitely no way to solve that problem. <laughs> yeah, I actually think the tower is going to look beautiful. Nice. It could. And I think I, I'm hoping. Good. I am hoping because I like. Good. I mean, I like big, beautiful I, buildings. What I'm thinking though is, you know how they have the regular DVC rooms. Yes. I have a feeling they're going to take that away and incorporate it all in the tower. So we're not gaining anything, really. I doubt it. <laughs> I doubt it. I think that they're going to keep. I think they're going to keep those rooms that there already exist. You do. I think they're. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I do. Uh, they're yeah, not going to take. I, I they're not going to they take need... away inventory for DVC. They're gonna. They're gonna add inventory yeah. for DVC because that means more money for them. So yeah, I don't. Mm. I don't see them taking them away. Mm-mm. No. Okay. Because I've stayed in that well, DVC that tower. Would be good. Or I've I've but... stayed in that DV, the DVC section before, and I mean the mm-hmm. way it's set up, I just I don't see them. Let me ask it. you this because I didn't read it super closely. Have they officially announced that they're going to knock down some of the longhouses? Because I just know that, I mean, I, apparently it's going to go oh, Luau Cove, but I mean, I would assume that a couple of the longhouses would probably have to be a goner with, 
I mean, the footprint of even, a, I know a tower goes vertical, right. but I mean, a tower's mm-hmm. footprint is not well, necessarily no, small. That's not a big area. Anything. And I would yeah. imagine they got to take right. at least a couple longhouses. Yeah, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know about that. Yeah, I don't know that either. What I was also thinking is, is even though they say Spirit of Aloha is a bye-bye forever, is there a way to redo it and actually bring it back at some point? Well, right. I mean, you could always, and that's the thing is like, and I don't yeah. even know why they do this stuff. Right. I mean, because the thing is all they're doing is bringing negative energy when they say it's permanently closed, yeah. because why don't you just not say anything? Right. And True. Just leave it right. out there and not tick off everybody. Cause everybody gets mad because mm-hmm. I mean, people have made memories on that show for decades, you know? And the thing is yeah. you could, like you just said, I mean, maybe it's not spirit of Aloha when it comes back in 2024, maybe it's some updated luau, you know, but I mean, it's still, mm-hmm. it's a dinner show. That's a luau, but they don't call it spirit of Aloha. Mm-hmm. You know, they call it something else. That's right. maybe similar to what they, they do. At I don't a, know at they're going to bring back a luau. Though I mean, you, you and I both know, Mike, that luau was not extremely popular. It wasn't like it was something that people talked about going, man, you got to go see the luau. You know, like I know you did, but like most other people were kind of down on the luau. Mm. So like, I, I know that a lot of people had good memories there, but you know, my point, it, my point is though, you don't have to always say permanently close. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, yeah. I don't think right. that they gained anything by saying it was a right. goner. You know what I'm saying? Because you could always leave that door open. You know what I'm saying? Because the thing I is, they but maybe they won't. It, they might not. But I mean, who's to yeah. say they wouldn't? They could. They could rework something. Right. I, well, yeah. here's maybe. another thing. Probably not though. Moving You're right. on from the Polynesian. Moving on from the Polynesian. Your ESPN club. Oh, that thing's a goner. No, they, that thing's a goner. <laughs> no, 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 no. See, this is the thing. I don't believe that yet. Just for you, Mike, I don't believe that. What are they putting in the place? What are they putting in place of the NBA experience? See, okay, they, here's why they can't do that. See, here's my ESPN club from now on right here. It's called my iPhone yeah, 12 Pro Max, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. which I'm watching uh, Scotty G's team go down in flames here in the last 12 seconds. Um, which, sorry, Scott. But um, so the thing is... I don't think, I mean, I would like that, but the thing is like, it'd be, it'd be poor taste for them to put that right next to uh, city works because it's it's a sports bar. I mean, you would put them them out of business. It is almost exactly the same thing. So yeah, they would not put it next to city works. No way. No, how, no, 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 that's not happening. But so, it's a good thought. I, I mean, I've thought right. about that. I'd be like, hey, I would if they did that, I would go. Right. <laughs> yeah. Or maybe CityWorks would air certain sports games, and you oh, know, that would get confusing as all get out. out. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, so SEC fans get ESPN Zone, <laughs> and then Big Ten fans have to go over to <laughs> CityWorks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe the two shall hey, meet. Hey, Mike, I'm just trying to give you. I hope, know, I know. Yeah. Hey, I'm just I'm resigning myself to I'll be watching stuff on my um, Mike, at Cafe Ricks. Yeah, I'll be at Cafe Ricks, uh, and I'll be you know I'll be at Columbia Harbor House with my AirPods in. You there know, you that's, go. That's my new ESPN. Like <laughs> uh-huh. um, oh, that's funny. The next thing I will have to mention is, of course, is is Magical Express returning. That was and, my question. That was what my last question I was going to bring up. Yeah. Okay. So, so that's what we've been I talking about it, the last two days it on will Twitter. Come back. I, but I think they needed to figure out a way to charge people. So they needed to cancel the whole thing, put it onto mirrors, 
and then work out the contracts and everything like that to bring it back and what they're going to charge for it. Because I think it'll still be done with mirrors. I think... See, here's the thing. If they had want, if well, if they had wanted to have Magical Express, I mean, look, they announced it well mm-hmm. in advance uh, that it was, you know, ending. They would have figured out a way to have offered it before, you know, they they actually mm-hmm. they actually ended it. You know, they would have had a plan in place, um, even if it was charging people. Uh, I I I think that they were trying to see what they could get away with, and I think it might uh, have bit them in the butt. Yeah, I, th- uh, I think so, that they thought that this wasn't yeah. going to be such a big deal, and I think the surveys are they're getting killed on the. Surveys I'm sure they're getting killed yeah. on the survey way yeah. more than they were expecting. So yeah. I think that they're actually. Yeah. I think this is like in the very baby steps of exploring it. If Which, this if this came yeah. back, I would guess it wouldn't be before 2024, 2025. Yeah. Because here's the pro- here's the biggest problem with this. This is the biggest problem. Labor. Right now, yeah. I mean, labor is the issue with yeah. everything. And this is a hugely labor intensive undertaking. Yeah. Even if mm-hmm. you go with mirrors, if you've been down there on a run Disney weekend and since the COVID restart. I mean, these bus drivers, they're really hurting to get enough drivers and buses. And I mean, they're coming in from all over the country for these weekends to drive these buses. Mm-hmm. And I mean, this is going to be a 24 hour thing. And then the thing is here, and this was the conversation we had all day on Twitter was more than the shuttle ride from MCO over to your resort and back. The thing people really loved about Magical Express was the luggage handling, was getting yeah. your ba- checking your bag at your home right. airport, that bag showing up in your hotel room. And then That's at the end of your trip, the, especially, this was even more, people kept saying, because we had this, I, mean, I had so many conversations going on today on Twitter about the Express Airport check-in where you dropped it at your resort and when your trip you was over, it. and then you didn't pick it up again until your home airport. I mean, that was like, it, yeah. and again, to me, what I said was that was the magical part of Disney's Magical Express. Yeah, this is I mean, true. because. <laughs> Yeah, it really did. <laughs> I mean, because the thing was, when you got to your home airport at the beginning of your trip, as soon as I dropped my bags at Southwest here at Lambert Airport in St. Louis, I could just chill at the gate. Really, my my trip had started because yeah. I sat on an airplane, played on my iPhone, and then when I got to MCO, hopped on Magical Express, never chased the bag down. I mean, I was on yeah. vacation, and and that was it. You know, yeah. things showed and, up. And if yeah, bag, I never if really. Happened... I used it. I used it, but I didn't use it. For luggage, really, oh. because I learned how to pack, and uh, I would carry it on the plane with me. Oh, the so, luggage luggage service was fantastic. It was, it was awesome. Uh, I mean, yeah, it was it was, it was so great. The logistics of that was yeah. unbelievable because it was so convenient. Yeah, yeah, and like I was saying, yeah. if if your luggage got lost, well, Disney went and found it for you. <laughs> you didn't have to go find. You know, you know, in a weird way, like so. You know, you didn't have to panic. Yeah. There was definitely the panic that happened. You know. You mm-hmm. always get that panic when you're waiting for your luggage at the, I mean, maybe it's just me, but like whenever I'm, I'm on a plane and they have a flight and then I'm sitting at, you know, Same. baggage, I'm just like, I automatically mm-hmm. have that panic of, uh, I hope my bag's going to come out soon. You know, like, I'm like, please tell me it didn't get lost. So I don't know. That's just me. Mm-hmm. I always have that panic uh, either way. So. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah but- I'm Mike, I, I commented on, the price point, and I felt ten dollars each way. It was fair. Oh, it's gonna be more than ten dollars. Trust me, it will be more oh, than yeah. ten dollars. With Disney, it'll be a lot more because we have someone at the home that is ridiculous. Well, I mean, but it's not. How much is it, Mike? Um, how much is it for um, 
the transport to the cruise line. It's like what thirty? It's thirty nine dollars per person per so, way each way. Which that seems wow. fair. That gets, you, that gets you to Port Canaveral. That gets you to Port Canaveral both, yeah. both ways. That no, that gets fair, you. So. That's each way. It's, yeah. it's seventy eight oh, dollars each round way. Trip. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. So I mean, yeah. but still, that but seems they, somewhat fair. But remember, if they're doing this, they have to compete with Mears, and Mears is, I think it was thirty. It's around thirty two round trip. So that's probably what they'll so, do. So if Disney does more. it twenty. The price I was getting, yeah. and I asked this question today, and I had over 100 responses on Twitter. The price that the, the mm-hmm. median price people said they would pay was 50, and I had multiple people yep. say they would pay $100. And, and, but you have to think about this, though. Mirrors does not per pick person. up your luggage for you. Disney will. That, there is something to that service. No, that's, so. what, and that's what I asked. I said, I said let's just let's hypothesize that Disney brings back Magical Express mm-hmm. with the same baggage handling that they had pre-COVID and pre, yes. like, you know, mm-hmm. before the changes. So they, they you know, they, they get it off the, you know, you just check it at your home airport, shows up in your room at the end of the trip, you give it to the Express airline check-in. You don't mm-hmm. see it until you get back at your airport back home at the end of the trip. I mean, most people said fifty bucks a person, and I thought yeah. that I wow. would to, I would one hundred percent pay a that. Lot to me. I would pay that in a heartbeat because you're going to pay that almost anyway. And Disney's taking care of it; you're done. Mm-hmm. And True. the thing is, people a lot, not a lot, but I would say many people said they would pay a hundred dollars a person for that wow. service. That's, yeah, that's that's insane. I'm sorry. To me, that's insane. But and that's here's the just thing. putting if money in Chip Pack's pocket. If you're if you're only paying if if Mirrors is thirty two. And they're not picking up your luggage. I mean, for an extra few dollars and they are picking up your luggage, to me, I agree with Mike. I think that that would be worth it at that yeah. point. So, I mean, I wouldn't go 100 but that $50, mm-hmm. that seems like about the right price point if Disney wants to charge for that. If that's the whole point so that Disney gets money off of this and charges for it. That $50 seems about right. So here's what I, I wish they would do is just, you know, uh, offer it just like, you know, yeah, you can purchase it like back in the day, mm-hmm. you can purchase the dining plan. You can purchase yeah. genie plus you can purchase a park yeah. upper. You can purchase magical. And plus. you still have the option of taking yep. mirrors if you'd rather, right. or you still have the right, option right. of the taking an Uber sunshine express or whatever. Exactly. Don't get me wrong. I, Cause I feel, I feel like I need to say this. I am 100% not happy with paying for things that I didn't used to pay for. I do not, not like paying for Genie right. Plus when I used to get Park Hopper. I am not about paying for Magical mm-hmm. Express when it used to be included. Like, I am not my, about that because I'm very hurt. I don't like I hate paying that. for parking at the hotel. Right. It used that's to a whole, be. Because I mean, people are saying I'll rent a car, but I also don't want to rent a car and have it sit I there also, for five days paying 15 think, bucks a night at Pop Century when I'm not using it. Mm-hmm. That exactly. burns me. Right. That, yeah, that burns me too, Mike. A lot, actually. A yeah. Lot. That bothers yeah. me also. So, yeah, I even know. though I don't drive, but but I mean I know that everything annoying. is a business, right? So yeah. I would make a business decision. But the thing is, here's my biggest thing, and this is just my philosophy in life: is I like to have the option. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, give me the choice. Like, let me make the choice mm-hmm. that is best for me. Like, don't tell me right. what to do, and don't not give me choices. You know what I'm saying? Like, give me that right. service, and right. if you want to be a good company. Give me that option to, to to buy your service, but if I don't want to buy that service, mm-hmm. it's okay. You know, I can go with a third party if they do it better than yeah. you or at a better right. rate than you. But give me the right. option. If you guys can provide me a service and kind of make it all, you know, all in one, that's that's optimal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Agreed. Well, my Agreed. thing is too that Disney is seeming to be just outpricing the middle class. 
they're becoming an elitist company, and that's not good either. So you have to try to bring prices down. Even if you want a service, it has to come down. Did you see how busy the parks were this week? It's spring break. Come on. It doesn't matter. Those people are are paying the highest prices of the year. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. And they are packed to the, you cannot get a room. You cannot get a room. So somebody, these, these rates are affordable right now. For, yes. Because they're selling out of every room. Absolutely. Because they're selling out of every single room on property, multiple Mm. weeks already in 2022. Mm. Yeah. If they were not affordable, they would have lots of inventory. By the way. This is true. And they would have discounts going. Yes. I mean, and I'm not saying that's right because Mm. trust me, I'm from, you know, suburban St. Louis. I'm not some elitist guy from New York city, you know, or somebody from Beverly Hills. I'm blue collar. I'm as they come. I'm, I'm, I'm not saying, I mean, I'm not, you know what I'm saying though, but I mean, I'm not rich. Yeah. <laughs> Let me tell you that I work really hard you know, I'm pushing kids through school <laughs> and I'm doing everything I can. I work all the time and I don't right. go all the time. I go. And when I stay, where do I stay? Pop century. And I go for these weekends Pop and I come century. home and I eat table service or I mean, eat counter service table. most of the time. I mean, that's the way I can go. But the thing is, I mean, it's just the the facts are the facts. I mean, the parks this past week were packed. And I mean, every hotel is sold. Every hotel. So, I mean, the way Disney looks at it, the way they're looking at it is way different than what we're looking at. They're looking at, well, the prices must not be too bad because we're selling every single room. We're selling out. Yeah. And the the parks are packed. And yeah. Yeah, exactly. Not that it's right. Because I'm not about that. My question is, have they increased the resort capacities that so that all know. the hotels are at 100 percent that i don't I know don't but i know there's, they there's, are yet but there's a lot of people there i mean there's a lot of right. people in the hotels trust me because there's a lot of people on transportation yeah. there's a ton of people in the theme parks it's mm-hmm. not like they're sitting they're not sitting 50 yeah. percent empty they're not even sitting 10 percent empty i bet you no 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 so yeah. travel is back if, and travel is back in a big it is. way. It's, it's everybody because everybody's been saving right. up their travel funds right. for two years. And exactly. now, now they're, so they're all it. like, right. let's go. Yeah. I, I actually had a friend who um, I uh, went to college mm-hmm. with who I saw and she actually bought a VIP um, tour guide. Because she hadn't, they hadn't been anywhere in two years right. and they'd saved because they, they, so. yeah, they probably have enough money for three vacations, but so exactly. It, yeah. So they saved yeah. the money and they splurged and went with the VIP. Now this is somebody who, you know, I, I wouldn't have expected. She's, you know, just, I wouldn't have expected mm-hmm. it, but that's what she did. She went and, right. she, and she had, and she had a great time with it. So, you know, I yeah. mean, people are, I'm are sure that she got on a lot of rides too, because I'm of sure it. She did, but she spent the money yeah. for it. Yeah. All right. Well, hey, we got some more calls coming in, so we're going to try to hop in here so we get a few more in. But yeah, good, good conversation, Alfred. You got my blood pumping. (laughs) (laughs) Right? There we go. I usually do, Mike. You do. You do. And I'll talk to you next Sunday night, buddy. You have a great week. Sounds good. All right. Take care. Good talking to you. Nice talking to you. Bye bye. All right. Love Alfred, man. He got me going. But I mean, he's, he's got points, right? I mean, it's not he's cheap. But I mean, he's the thing points. is, we're all looking at it from different perspectives. Wade exactly. brought up the point. Wade, I mean, because Wade's a businessman. Like, I, because yeah. I'm not a businessman. I mean, I'm trained in education, right? So I don't know how this stuff works. I'm trying to figure it out every single day. But I mean, Wade's right. They're testing a, a like, price point. And like, exactly. right now, they're probably like, it's too cheap. We're selling every room too easy. You know, and I yeah. God, don't say that. You know, it's like, it's crazy expensive to me, you know, to Mike in the Midwest here on the, the podcast. Anyway, we got our next caller. Who's joining us? 
Hi, it's Brooke from um, Pennsylvania. Brooke from Pennsylvania. Right? Tell tell me that um, at least I was kind of okay on that because I'm not a business person. But I mean, are all the rooms sold out? So is the price kind of uh, is Disney look? I, I don't know. Just you talk. I you're probably smarter <laughs> at this than I am. <laughs> I don't know. It seems like it when I look online. But um, seems first, expensive I to me. I want to say hi to Ricky. I've never <laughs> oh, had the chance to say hi to Ricky before. Hi. So this is very exciting. How are you, bro? How are you? <laughs> Good. Fantastic. Um, I appreciate your, um, you're just always so happy and like Thank you. upbeat. And, but sometimes she's and like you're this. A fun, fun partner of the podcast. So Stop it, Mike. Hi. Stop. Uh, you know, I mean, I try, uh, but then I have to deal with Mike. So then I get a little less happy. <laughs> anyway, um, I also wanted to call to talk about the Polynesian. I called, I had um, the recent trip report, I guess last week, where we stayed there. And, um, so I talked to you not that long ago, Mike. Right, right. But I guess for me, one thing that um, no one's mentioned yet, I think just how the original, because it's such an original uh, hotel, I think that's for me what, why this tower is, is so, no, just, it doesn't fit as much as I like, you know, Coronado Springs. It wasn't like an original. Right. Nobody has. Yeah. Nobody's like, oh. nobody's like, oh, I love the Coronado. Like I it was there. It. Walt dreamed of the Coronado. No, not really. I know. I guess some people <laughs> might have. And that's, that's fine. But I think because it was like of the original ideas from the parks, you know, and yeah. it's tying to Adventureland and right. one of the original ones. It just, it, that's for me why it seems so different. Well, and so. Here's- here, I, and I agree with that 100%. But here's the other take of that, if you really want to see the other side. The other side mm-hmm. of it is, is that, of course, uh, the contemporary. Now, that, the, you know, Bay Lake That's Tower true. was not the original, you know, build there. Yeah. Uh, and they definitely knocked down a building to build Bay Lake Tower. They took out tennis courts. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They took out tennis <laughs> courts. I mean, you know, they did. Yes. So in that regard, like. They have done it before to a property that was one of those original resorts. So I see both sides of it in that regard. But here's the thing. Again, I kind of feel like Bay Lake Tower fits a little bit better. I feel like they did just a smidgen better with the theming and matching the theming to the hotel. Yeah. Well, the contemporary itself, the contemporary itself is kind of like a tower-ish. It's a bigger looking hotel. Yeah. It's massive. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 So I think if they can match it, if they can match it, I think it'll be okay. But if they don't and they make it more sterile, I think that yeah. we're going to have some problems. So, yeah. I, but here's the thing. I trust Disney. Disney. I trust them. I mean, I, I'll give them the benefit yeah, of the doubt. Yeah, and their designers are pretty amazing. So we'll They are. Hope it, hope it turns out wonderfully. And right. I guess I'm not a DVC member, and I know that even when you look around, like as a, as a non-DVC member who wishes they could be a DVC member, Same. you know, <laughs> like a lot of people I'm guessing wouldn't buy there, even if, you know, that's a wonderful hotel, hotel. But like, unless you have like bungalow money, you know, right. that or a studio. So it makes sense that they would be able to offer one bedrooms or two bedrooms and, you know, things that maybe a lot more people want to stay in than the studio. And then um, the other thing I wanted to mention yeah. is I, we recently listened to the pod, your podcast about like the different hotel categories mm-hmm. um, and what they offer. And I think a big thing that maybe you said it and I might have missed it, but just the room size at the different levels of resorts is a big factor. And um, I often travel just with my daughter, Kayla. And so for us, 
your pop century could be fine. And, you know, but if you have five party of five, you know, the moderate resorts that have larger rooms and then especially the deluxe, like it just makes a more comfortable experience. Oh no, my family loves and, bonding. You know, there's four of us, you know, the youngest is 14 now. <laughs> we, you know, three girls and myself, we love bonding in a one room at pop century. It's nothing like it. <laughs> <laughs> That's, yeah. You know what that is. That's true. That's what that is right there, baby. (laughs) No, that's a good point. Yeah, that must be a challenge for you. (laughs) It is. I just, you know what? My bad. We get a two bathroom. You know how you get a two bathroom unit of Pop Century? Mine's the one right Mm -hmm. next to the arcade in the main building. That's how. That's how you get a two bathroom. (laughs) (laughs) The room size is definitely a good point. I agree with that. Yeah, the 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 higher you go, the bigger the room. Yeah, that's definitely better. Yeah. 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 Um, and before I go, I want to mention a, a friend of mine booked Disney recently uh, for the first time for her family. And the first thing she said to me when we like met to talk about it was, I want to stay somewhere where they're going to take my luggage to my room. I mean, that was literally the first thing out of her mouth. Cause you know what? Wow. You've got kids, right? When, when you have kids, that is a huge yeah. thing. They you have extra luggage and you've got the diapers and a, you know, whatever, like, you have more luggage as a family with m- multiple kids, three kids, even more. And when she found out that was gone, I mean, they're not staying on property. And I'm like the biggest Disney hotel person. So everything I said about how wonderful the hotels are, it didn't matter in the end. Because the cost and the fact yeah. that you don't have perks like that, that is such a significant perk. I just people, think- especially people who, aren't, who yeah. aren't Disney fans like us. Like if you know how to get around you know, that's one thing. But if you're a, um, an occasional visitor, I mean, the Magical Express was everything because you didn't have to know. You didn't have to learn. You didn't have to think about it. Right. That's exactly that. You know what? Magical Express, as great as it is for like you and myself and Ricky and Alfred and all these Uber Disney fans who were sitting here talking about yeah. it on a Sunday night. You know, we get it. But I mean, think about your first time visitor, how simple it is. Like, yeah. just get on, you know, take, check your luggage. You put those magical yellow tags on your bags, yeah. drop yeah. them off at the Southwest counter, and then just yeah. get on your airplane. And then when you land, there's going to be a million signs to tell you just to go to Magical yeah. Express at that airport. Once you get off at your gate, yeah. just follow the signs and boom, you are 100% safe. And they're going to yeah. get you right back to your gate when you're done. I yeah. mean, there is no thinking involved. And now there's a lot more thinking. Mm-hmm. And it's a, you know what? The thing about exactly. Disney is that it's, it, and it still is for the most part. Don't get me wrong. And I'm not trying to be negative, but they have introduced some, some you know, like uh, stress points. You know what I'm saying? I mean, the airport is a stressful place for a lot of people. And it wasn't stressful when I, because I was scared to fly forever until about five years ago. But it was, Magical Express was one of the reasons I started flying because I had never experienced it. And that was kind of like something I wanted to do because it was a part of the Disney experience for so many people. You know, it was just part of getting there. It was like a train ride or something. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. And yeah, it was was interesting having a conversation with someone who wasn't an Uber fan, you know, like hasn't been there in her lifetime. It was like, I want to, I want the luggage to appear in my room and I want the tickets with the fast passes. And I was like, well, bad news. Uh, yeah, bad news. Um, well, you're going to have a wonderful time, but it's just going to be a little different than you imagine. Yeah, I agree. So. Uh, you know, I, the, the, the more I think about it, the more I think about like what I do for, you know, my job and my real life. And, you know, uh, there are things that I know about like my industry that like a lot of people don't know. And I think it's becoming yeah. that way a lot with Disney too. Like there are things that that they know, you know, like that the people that work there know and they expect other people to understand and know yeah. and then are surprised when people don't understand it. And I think that that's becoming a problem 
especially with things like the introduction yeah. of Genie Plus, uh, you know, with, you know, yeah, Fast Pass Plus was definitely confusing, but at least people kind of understood it. And I think that we're yeah. getting to the point now where, you know, that the people are, are not understanding how things work. And then, you know, they're getting frustrated. You know, I know a lot of people are talking about, you know, the, the reservations and they, especially with, with right now with spring break, people are so used to the fact that they didn't have to have reservations to get to the parks. Right. And then they yeah, get there yeah. and they don't have reservations and there's no way to get in the parks. And they're like, but, but I bought tickets. How do I not, get, you know, like th- those kinds of things that are things that I think Disney is, is they're, they're expecting people to understand, but mm-hmm. they're not the Uber Disney fans. So like they're, they're expecting them to understand it because they know it, yeah. but the Uber Disney, uh, the, the, the regular Disney person who's just coming there yeah. doesn't quite get it. And I think it's we're getting that with Magical Express and yeah, yeah. Yeah. But it's funny, yeah. though, because I think financially, I think they rely a lot on the first and only time visitors. You know, right. Yeah, think, exactly. Yeah. So, <laughs> and they make it so, so complicated for the first and only time yeah. visitor. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's weird. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. But we love it. <laughs> we do love it. I mean, we True. make it happen. But you're right. I mean, the thing is. For the casual person, they think it's crazy to, you know, hey, you got to make your first Genie Plus reservation at 7 a.m. You know, some people are like, I don't, even, I don't even get up. Yeah, like, I don't get up at 7 a.m. for work. You know, some people. Exactly. Like, I know. <laughs> so, yeah. we get it, though. True. I mean, that's what yeah, we I mean, I you have an option, you know. My friends, too. And I'm just like, well, that means you're up and you get to the park at the best hour. So, it's a Heck, yeah. I mean, you, I get <laughs> up at, like, 530. <laughs> I just I pause my run. I make my little pick. That's what I used to do for the Rise of Resistance yeah. uh, boarding group. And then I'm, I'm like, okay, finish up. Yeah, see, Ricky doesn't go. <laughs> yeah. That's me. Yeah. So, well, hey, well, thanks for the call. And thanks for the great uh, great thoughts. We sure appreciate it. And don't be a stranger. Yeah. Have a good night. Yeah. All right. You, too. Happy nice spring. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Yeah, Lonnie brings up a great point. Lonnie from Disney with the Ducks over there, by the way. Good job over there. He says he doesn't own DVC at the Poly, but is a or he doesn't own. Let me see if I get it right because I have other, I have the big hand on the top of it. I don't own at the Poly, but as a DVC member, I'm looking forward to the Poly expansion. Here's one go. thing too: you got to think about the peripheral things that might might benefit all of us who are not even DVC members. And somebody mentioned it earlier in the chat. The chat's gone crazy tonight, you know, <laughs> remarkably with all these comments. But I'm sure we're going to get a signature restaurant on the top of that tower, Absolutely. like a like a Topolino. Somebody said like a, a Topolino restaurant. Disney is doing it wrong. Oh, there's yes. going to be, there's going to be a nice bar up there, you know, and there's going to be, yes, there's going to be, you know, probably at the bottom, something like a bar Riva that everybody can take advantage of. And, you know, it, yeah. it's, it's going to improve the amenities at the resort for everybody. Yeah. And I agreed. just don't think it's going to be an eyesore. I just don't think it'll be <laughs> themed to like the 1970s level that things used to be. I mean, it's just, I, I but hope, they need but to. I don't know. I mean, that's the thing. Like they need to tie it in better than that's, that was kind of my point earlier. You know, like the, the Coronado or the Grand, Grand Destino does not tie into the old part of Coronado very well. Like it stands out. I just don't think you can make completely. something that's, that's, 16 stories like it's impossible like i think it kind of it it does as much as it can it's brown and kind of reddish no i mean the feel of the inside i think it does on the inside i don't i do it's like it seems like yeah i think it does no oh yeah i totally think it does it does not feel like it to me at all no it feels like it fits the interior reminds it does it reminds me of the american southwest it's pretty it is pretty, I mean, but it I, reminds know, me. It, I think it fits. Southwest. I've lived 
there. Like, <laughs> I know you have. See, I have. And I mean, I, they don't force like green chilies down my throat or anything in there. No, but I mean... trust me. You don't want them to force green chilies down your throat. <laughs> I, think, I think that lobby, look, having lived in the American Southwest, that lobby area where they have the really pretty wall that color, that, that does the different colors and stuff like that, that feels like a place that I would have stayed at in, in New Mexico, 100%. But then I head downstairs to the, the, you know, the bar area and like, that does not, that feels just like generic hotel to me. So yeah, I don't know. All right. We have <laughs> another call, but. Yo quiero Taco Bell. All right. Taco Bell time. All right. I already had it actually for dinner. So oh. we're good. All right. All right good. We have our next call tonight. Hey, who's joining us? Hey guys, it's Marlesa. How are you both hey, doing? How are you Marlesa? I'm doing okay. Um, been a crazy few weeks, um, but you know I, I haven't even gotten a chance to call the last few times. But I had to call when you were on, Ricky. I couldn't, I couldn't miss your your I'm just, um I'm not being on the call and show. I'm not doing these shows anymore. I'm just, I'm out. Forget <laughs> Mike's it. Mike's out. Done. <laughs> oh, Mike, Mike, you know, Mike, you know I care about you too. Okay, whatever. <laughs> doesn't doesn't actually care about you. She's I'm just so, saying so, it because you're here. She's yeah. just Marlessa. Just super. Don't polite. fight over me, guys. It's okay. We can all be friends. <laughs> I want Marlessa. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, definitely thinking about Disney's Magical Express. Um, I love that thread you started on Twitter, Mike. Um, yeah, I, I've definitely been missing Magical Express a lot. I think what, uh, R- Ricky, what you said a few minutes ago really hit the nail on the head and kind of how it's been difficult to kind of think about it because as a fan, I, you know, I love I loved Disney's Magical Express for years. And for me, it was like a key part of that magical experience. And, you know, you go anywhere else, you usually rent a car. And it was kind of nice that Disney was that special place where you didn't, you didn't have to do that. You know, you just you get to the airport, you just, um, you know, you get your tags, you magically, the bags are in your room once you check in later. But, you know, it's hard because, you know, like from, like a business perspective, the marketing perspective, it's like, I'm, I'm understanding some of the decisions they're making lately. So it's, it's kind of, kind of hard to almost be torn from like as a fan and as a um, kind of like what you said, Ricky, of how, you know, there are certain things that, you know, you understand about your industry that, you know, kind of gives you a certain perspective. Um, so yeah. that I know for me, like working, working like specifically into like the TV media industry and having worked for me at conglomerates and, you know, it's like, I understand some of the things they're doing, but it's as a fan and it's like, I'm being, torn apart here but um yeah. i mean i would love for disney's magical express to come back i would expect them to charge for it but i wouldn't like that because again it's still it always feels you know it and i don't think anyone ever likes you know getting charged for something that uh, they used to pay yeah. free for or even even when something's going up i mean in new york city you know if we have the subway card go up by 25 cents i mean even that feels even that feels really stressful, but I, I think the $50 price point is, I mean, it would sting. I mean, again, like for me, it's me going down by myself or me going down with Frank or with like a friend. So it's, it's not the same as I know people, if your family of four or more, that's definitely going to sting much more, but, but it's difficult because I feel that at the same time, you know, there are certain things that are really benefiting the long-term Disney fans, like we're kind of used to, like, like we're, I think, used to being pretty agile, like, okay, now there's this new change, Genie Plus. And, you know, if you're a more casual fan or you're going for your first time ever, that might be a little difficult. But at the same time, 
if you're, let's say hypothetically, they bring back Magical Express in 2023, if you're going for the first time in 2023, you know, you might not think the $50 is as big of a deal, right? Because you didn't experience it before that. So it's difficult. I think too, though, the thing is, and again, the, the the term that Disney really doesn't use anymore, which which really disappoints me, is the Disney difference. Because yes. I think that that's one of those things that they just don't want to catch the flack. Because I think that other other destinations are starting to catch up on, on with Disney on a lot of these key points where Disney had a huge advantage a decade ago. Yeah. And the thing is, you know, yeah. when they take away services like like Magical, I mean, I hate to just keep pounding Magical Express, but the thing was, Magical Express was such a a differentiator to a Walt Disney World vacation over anywhere else. Because I'll tell you, I went down for a training um, in 2018 for Universal with the with the Magic for Less. So I did my Universal training. We went over there. We stayed at uh, Cabana Bay, and I had a good time. I ate at Tussums. I had one of those big old cupcake uh, shake things and almost mm-hmm. died. I think I, I finished in my car. Should yeah, never yeah. have finished that thing, but I did. I'm not a quitter. Oh my god, I think it was probably seven thousand calories. But it you is. know, and so anyway, but the thing was like, okay, here's how it was different, right? I so I land. And I got to take their shuttle. It's called the Superstar Shuttle or something like that. The Rockstar Shuttle. I think it's Superstar Shuttle. And so it's just like, it's like, it's, I rode by myself in like one of those, those like airport shuttle vans to take you from like lot D here in St. Louis, like up to the terminal. I mean, it was rattling and it was like, I mean, I'm just bouncing around. It was not magical. And I'm thinking Magical Express is so much nicer. But the thing is, they've taken these things away. And like you said, with a first timer, I just think that with Disney, there were so many things that hopefully they'll, I think Disney, if they're listening and again, everything's going to boil down to money. I mean, most things will, but the thing is, if you get, there comes a a breaking point where if you are laser focused on profits, you are going to lose your audience and you're going to lose your edge of what made you so popular with, with such a large amount of people. And thing is real, real quick, the things that made a Walt Disney World vacation super simple for for me as somebody who went 15, 20, 30 times over my lifespan or for my very first time were things like Magical Express because I could drop my luggage, boom, and I get to my hotel and everything's there. I didn't have to worry about it. Also, the Disney dining plan. I would buy that on my package and I'd sit down at a restaurant. I didn't worry about what anything cost. I didn't back in the day I didn't worry about tipping. It was built in. So I just yeah. like I just ordered, you know, meatloaf and ordered an appetizer. Oh man, I'll have that for dessert. Boom, got my food, ate my meal, walked away. Got it when I want a snack, boom, I just gave him my card, got a snack. I mean, things were so simple. And that's what made Walt Disney World magical. You know, and the thing is now yep. you gotta think a lot more, which I understand mm-hmm. the world's different in 2022, but I just don't think that it's impossible to bring some of that back to find a maybe a little compromise. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, I, I agree with that because the, the, the issue that I think they're going to be finding is that, I mean, you know, profits are important for a company, but you can't be so laser focused on them that you, you know, lose the, you lose what makes your company special, right? And I think that that's true with so many companies across the board. I mean, definitely for the, the TV media industry, that there's certain things that make certain networks or even like, you know, Disney Plus or, or anything like that, that there's a reason you seek those out. And for Disney, you know, they, a lot of the times, you know, certain profit things are like, Hey, can we raise the price on X? Like that, that's fairly much a short-term boost, but you don't want to lose that long-term goal of, because I mean, I'm seeing, you know, it's sad to see, but there are more and more fans that have gone year after year saying, 
that they're starting to get frustrated and they're starting to reach their breaking point, which is why I think, you know, the Magical Express is such a good example. And I, I think it's not a surprise that we're talking about it so much because it was such a brilliant yeah. uh, win-win, I think, because, you know, as the guest, you know, like from your perspective of, of going down, Mike, and like my perspective and anyone else using it, it's like, all right, I'm, can just fully be on vacation. Like Disney has me taken care of. But from Disney's perspective, it was, you know, a great marketing move, right? Because it was a way to keep you in the quote unquote Disney bubble. Absolutely. So it, it you weren't going off them. property no, to try, you, you know, you didn't to go to Universal yeah, to get a twosome shake. Yeah. You know, you were you were sticking around. You never yeah. thought about renting a car. Yeah, I mean, exactly. you just you just boom, so, got on that and thing that, and like, never left. Yeah. Is a, and like that to me is a good example of, you know, like a long term benefit. Like, I no, agree. like, you know, a family of four isn't paying 50 bucks a person or whatever for Magical Express. But what they're doing is that 50 bucks that they hypothetically could have been spending on a Magical Express, they're going to spend at the parks or they're going to spend at the resorts, you know, and they're more inclined to stay in the Disney bubble. It is crazy. So there was definitely a benefit to that. And it's so, and because it's, it's such, it's just, it's such a good example again of how, you know, Disney can have these decisions that benefit them as a business, because I do think Magical Express benefited them as a business by keeping people in the Disney bubble and encouraging them to stay on property, but it's also benefiting the guests. And Mm -hmm. when you can have that win-win, that's, you know, that that's ideal. Mm -hmm. I agree. I, yep. you know, I, and the thing is, I mean, obviously this is how I always look at things. Cause again, I'm not a business person and I don't know this stuff, but Disney has people that are smart enough that know, you know, what, what is this? A, is this a loss leader? Is this something that, you know, obviously somebody's making strategic decisions and sometimes the decisions might be wrong long-term. And I mean, yeah. this could be something where, God, if we got rid of Magical Express, we are saving a boatload of money. And they said this three, four years ago, you know, they're like, this thing is costing us a fortune, this contract with mirrors. But then they probably thought, you know, people are going to whine about this, but then they'll, you know, they'll start renting cars. But then, yeah, exactly. You know, maybe, maybe, maybe there's something though that they're, they're going to rethink, but maybe not. But I mean, maybe we're just being hopeful. Who knows? I think people might not have, this is just me talking. I think that people might have been okay with renting cars. If with well, COVID, and then, then the, the, the pandemic if, hit and everybody if, sold off their car fleet. If everybody hadn't sold off their cars, yes, that's one. The second one is, <laughs> is if they didn't have to pay for parking when they got to the resort. Right, which, right. It was like yeah. it was like a double whammy. It's totally. a double whammy. Totally. You yeah. not only have to pay for parking, you not only have to pay for the rental car, but you you also have to pay for parking to get you know once you get there. And it's not a small amount of parking either cost. It's it's a very large parking cost per day, and especially yeah. when it's something that you like okay i get it in big cities you know in places like here even here in atlanta like if you stay down if you stay downtown parking is at a premium yeah chicago it's crazy it was like 40 dollars a night or something there's not a lot of spaces i get that but at disney at walt disney world it's their property like they own the there's no reason for them to charge for parking except the fact that it gives them money that they didn't have before so it's it's literally like you're just handing them money for free you know what i'm saying like just because you have a car yeah that's what irritates me about that so i mean yeah and so it's but yeah i think you know if you would people would have decided to rent a car and drive to disney instead 
but then they get whacked with the rental car. But then, you know, see, the again, this com- okay, real quick though, that compounds this again. This another thing that compounds the whole situation again is that if you have a ton of people renting cars, then you have more congestion going into the theme parks at uh, park opening. You have all That's these true. jams getting into Epcot, you know, at 30 minutes before the park opens. Where if everybody's taking Magical Express, it's much more efficient to move 120 guests at a time on a bus sure. than two or three guests at a time in a car going through the turnstiles where you got to stop every car, show an annual pass or pay your money. I mean, it's just, it's just, it's just, there's a lot of, you know, like step four, step five, step six consequences to this whole procedure, which again, it'll get solved, but it's kind of, I mean, this is why we have a podcast. We can talk about it. I mean, and we're not usually (laughs) negative about this, but I just, again, I just brought up the conversation so we could have it. I really wanted to see if people wanted it back and if people would pay for it. And clearly I think they want it back. People want it back. And people, I mean, (laughs) overwhelmingly people said they would pay right around 50 bucks a person round trip. Yeah. 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 Yeah, because I, again, I, I really think like, as you know, I think all three of us are saying is that it, it's really that it's just such a good symbol of kind of what a lot of fans are kind of feeling is changing or they're losing, you know, that there can be these things that Disney offers that do benefit Disney, especially in the long run from a business perspective and from a marketing PR perspective, but also benefit the guests. And like you said, Ricky, I mean, like there, there has to be something, right? Like you, it's difficult to, you know, have to rent a car like and feel like you you have to do that or you have to do a mirrors connect but you also have to if you rent the car pay for it but you also yeah. i know people are still kind of frustrated that you know the early magic early entry i don't remember the so-called early magic but the early yeah. the early hours are like a half hour instead of an hour you know like there's or how the the night hours are for deluxe resorts and you know it's and everyone has a different breaking point right like i i don't rent a car so i don't personally feel the effects of the pain but i still like recognize that it's frustrating so everyone Mm -hmm. is starting to have their little thing but when it starts to add up that's you know that that's going to cause issues especially if it's with people that normally go all the time Mm -hmm. well too and think about this two people up your way and i mean i'm not calling you guys out but i mean people up in the northeast there's some people don't know how to drive so that i mean i'm not kidding because they're in the city they don't have cars so there's people that are adults they never get their license. I mean, I've heard that's of people. Val- yeah, that's I mean, valid. And the thing is, so you get down there, yeah, that's, that's not true. even an option because you don't even have a license to drive a car. And here's the other thing. There's people from where I'm from that have no idea how to rent a car because no. you, when you turn 16, you get a car. True. And you, yes. you drive everywhere. I mean, because you've been driving the lawnmower to cut the grass since you were 12. You know what I'm saying? I mean, that is how it is. Like, you don't know how to rent a car because you always have had a car. Now, it might have been a clunker, but you never had to rent one. And so, you know, renting a car is, again, it's a stressful thing because, Mm -hmm. you know, you got to go to a counter. You got to pick out a car. You got to decide, do you need insurance? Do I got to have gas in it? You know, and you're driving on roads that you don't even know. Like, if you're from Missouri and you go down an I-4, and if you're from Jeff City or something or Poplar Bluff, Missouri, out where there's like one stoplight, all of a sudden you're thrown into, and I mean, I'm making this up, but I'm kind of not. I mean, there's people that are probably like, holy crap, this is craziness. Yes, exactly. And also like, not, not for, yeah. And also like not for nothing either, but I, I definitely like, I know people that have, um, have children that are around the age of like 19, 20 or whatever. And, or, or even just 18, like they, they feel that Disney has been a place where they, you know, they, they would trust like their, you know, their, their kid and like their few friends that like they can like you know Mm -hmm. be in the disney bubble right like be by themselves but it's hard because you know a 19 and 20 year old can't 
legally rent a car now. And and now it's like, I understand that some people also have various comfort levels with Uber and Lyft. Like I, you know, I use Uber and Lyft all the time, but I'll be honest. I mean, I I still get kind of nervous sometimes and I I do what I can. Like I, you know, you can share your, your information um, Mm -hmm. with someone to make sure you get there safely. But I I understand that there are people like adding on to your point, Mike, that never use Uber or Lyft. Especially from where we are. Cause like I have only ever used it at Walt Disney world. That is the only time. And it, it is here. Like people use it, but again, everybody here has a yeah. car. Like everybody yes. has a car. And so there's no reason to have it because we live in the suburbs. And the thing is, like, I've used it the year round Walt Disney World and I feel like real, like, you know, New York y. You know, I feel like I should be like on Seinfeld <laughs> or something. But like, it, it's so, like, fun, you know, to use. Like, we've actually done races. Like, with Scott's family, we'll get in two different Ubers at the same time because we don't all fit. We'll get the cheap one, like the small Uber or whatever. But I mean, the thing is, like, there's a lot of people that that is very, very stressful if you're from it's the very suburbs. It's foreign for a lot right? of people. It's crazy I mean, for a lot yeah, of us. Even here in Atlanta, yeah. I mean, you know, it's it's not. I don't use Uber or Lyft every day. No. Like I, you know, I have my yeah. car. I drive it around. I, you know, I don't use it. So, I mean, I only use it when I go on vacation most of the time too. So that's the only time I really yeah. ever use Uber and Lyft. So I've never yeah. used it outside of Walt yeah. Disney World. No, ever. Yeah, my yeah, Mike. All I'm saying is, that if you get into the New York Marathon, we're gonna have some a very special episode called "Mike in the Midwest versus the Subway." That'll be awesome. <laughs> I think I think they I, I, there's less than a ten percent chance, so I'm not getting my hopes up. But I think they send out the emails this week, so we'll find out. I would poop his pants to try to figure out the subway. I feel like I'm so. scared. Oh, yeah, dude. If I yeah. if I get one, I, I'm I getting a bulletproof I'll be, vest. I'll be there to help him, but I'll, I'll be I'll definitely film any reaction. <laughs> having done, I've never done new, the subway in New York, but having done similar things in like you know like the, the tube and in, in England and having done, you know, the, the Metro and, and Paris, like, uh, yeah, Mike would poop. I have seen I'm too many, saying. I've seen too many blue bloods episodes, man. That is, <laughs> it makes me nervous. I'm just saying. Oh yeah. Well, I I'm five foot three, but I'll, I'll protect you. Don't worry, don't there you, you go. I but, like it. No, I, I, but yeah, like, like Ricky, I, I know like when you went to London, I like, I like, um, got that guide together. Cause I love London for you. I, I will have the same guide ready for Mike. Yes, for have the same guide <laughs> yeah. ready for Mike. He's going to need it. I'm going to be like, Hey, yeah. listen, listen, villain. I know commissioner Reagan and I will call him. I don't think that's how that works. Oh my gosh. I can't wait. Well, hey, we got to get out of here, but great comments. But it was so good to talk to you. Great, uh, great conversation. And uh, we'll talk to you next week. Yes, awesome. Talk to you guys soon. Have All a good right. Day. Bye, we'll Marissa. talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Oh, that was fun. We'll find out if yes. I actually have to run around in New York for 26.2 months. Oh, my gosh. I would I would pay money to watch you oh, do this. Oh, yeah. I this hope I don't see be... a New York City rat like Katie says. That would be. Yes, uh, there yeah. we go. I mean, seriously, uh, it's it's interesting using, you know, I, I when I was when I went to New York, I literally just walked and or I used Ubers. So that's pretty much what I did. Yeah, I did not take the subway because at the time the subway intimidated me because I hadn't been on things like the tube or the metro. So I was like, I'm not taking. The I don't subway. even get on. I haven't gotten even on the metro link in St. Louis in like 20 years because that thing is no. There's not a way I'm getting on that thing because it's so dangerous anymore. Oh my gosh! And I, I'm taking Wade. Wade is from Nebraska, so he's from the heart of America as well. He says stay above ground. That's the whole plan. Yeah, like, that's the whole point. Yeah. Figuratively and uh, you know, yes, <laughs> like all the way around. Our plan, you know, 26.2 miles to stay above ground uh, all the way around with that. So. That's the plan. If I get in, we'll uh, we'll keep trying. If we don't get in this year, we'll try again next year. But yeah, Ricky, thanks for joining me. It's been a lot of fun. Of course, not a problem. But it is also dinner time for me. So I mean, I know you already. Yeah, ate, dude, but... I already, I'm ready for a fourth meal. <laughs> 
I know, right? Because <laughs> you know what? Yo quiero no. taco, babe. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> hey, hey, I'm making quesadillas. There so. you go. See, now everybody's quiero and Taco Bell. Yeah. Anyway. I mean, all right, well, let's close this out so you can get some dinner. So don't forget today's show brought to you by the Magic for Less Travel. Check them out for your Disney trip planning needs. It's complicated, but we'll take care of you. We do the Magic for Less difference, and it's absolutely free to you. We don't charge anything extra. No way. Check them out today over at themagicforless.com. If you mention the show, your agent will be me, and we'll be planning a great trip together. So check them but out maybe again. Maybe you don't want to mention. No, I'm, just <laughs> I'm saying. So I'm just saying. <laughs> mention the Be Our Guest podcast with caution. <laughs> just saying. Uh, TheMagicForLess.com. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link, BeOurGuestPodcast.com slash Amazon. That one extra click really does help us out. And thank you very much to our patrons. You guys allow us to keep this show going four times a week all around the world. Couldn't do it without you. And our patrons get a bonus show called Mike in the Midwest every week. Join us over there at Patreon.com slash BeOurGuestPodcast. Of course, this week, if you're smart, you're going to follow Ricky on the social medias at Ricky Nibs. That's R-I-K-K-I. N-I-B-S. Give her a follow on Instagram and Twitter. I'm at BeOurGuestMike. I'd love to talk to you as well. We had some great conversations about Magical Express and the price points and all that this week. So hop in on that. And if you don't mind, thank you so much to everybody who has left us a rating and a review. Well over a thousand ratings and reviews on Apple uh, Apple Podcasts, it's called, I think. Whatever right? it's called M- nowadays, used to be called, yeah. I, iTunes, Apple, Apple Music. I don't, it's Apple Podcasts, I think. But if you have not... And you can find it in your heart to say kind words. Now, if you're going to be mean, just stay off it. But if you're going to be nice, drop over and give us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. We would sure appreciate that. And of course, if you're listening to us on Sunday night, we'll have a show Monday, Wednesday, Friday for you, just as always. And if you're listening to us on Thursday, hey, future everybody, hope hope it's a great week. And now we'll have a show for you tomorrow on Friday. So until we get back together again, thanks for hanging with us. We'll have another live show next Sunday night, 7 o'clock Eastern, 6 o'clock Central. Hope you can join us and call us. But until then, stay safe, stay healthy, and we'll see you real soon. You've been listening to the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. If you have questions, comments, or would like to be a guest on the show, please visit our website at BeOurGuestPodcast.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you real soon.